I have an awful headache today. Yeah, you don't look great. <laughs> wow, thank you so I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kayla and I'm Chris welcome to let's just go today we're going to New Orleans or New Orleans or Nolens what what do you <laughs> however you want to say it however you want to say it uh, I definitely think there's the, the locals have a different you know yeah it's definitely they will get mad they want you to say it a very specific way for it's sure definitely not New Orleans <laughs> it's not and it's definitely not NOLA I don't think they like it being called that either yeah, a little abbreviation uh, yeah. So, how many times have you been, Kayla? Uh, three. Yeah, same, same. Yeah? Yeah. When was your most recent trip? 2022. Okay, so a couple years ago. Yeah, how about you? Um, March of last year. Okay. And I've been yeah. for a couple different reasons. So, I've been for bachelor parties. I've been for work. Um, although... I don't both, those are drastically different well but the activities during were not that's different. not surprising <laughs> what a boring bachelor party that must have been yeah it was terrible <laughs> it was so terrible it was really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so wh- wh- when you get there where's where do you go first oh gosh it's so funny like I currently am not drinking very much and I haven't like when I went on my last trip I wasn't drinking very much either which if you've never been to New Orleans that's a big part of the appeal I think for a lot of people um so now I mean I'm just looking for like some good food I usually stay near the French Quarter when I go um i not that I don't love other areas of New Orleans but My most recent trip was actually for my boyfriend Brian's birthday and a friend's wedding. It was sort of like the wedding was the day after Brian's birthday and we had a whole friend group going. So we were like, let's just go early and like celebrate Brian's birthday. And that was chaotic to say the least, (laughs) especially again, as someone who wasn't really drinking um, and everyone was shit faced the entire trip. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I do love the French Quarter though, right? I mean, when yeah. you get there, and that so if you're not familiar with New Orleans, um, the French Quarter is where Bourbon Street is, right? Yeah. You can picture looking at a map of the French Quarters to the right, then you have their downtown, you know, corporate type buildings in the middle, yeah. and then left of that to the west of that would be the Garden District, where a lot of mm-hmm. folks live and. A lot of celebrities. That's where all the famous people are. Bruce Willis have... lives out there, I think. Yeah, maybe me, maybe us one day, you know. Maybe. I would honestly love to live in New Orleans. I've had conversations with some friends about, like, let's just buy a house and we can take turns living there. Like, not a timeshare. If it's just, like, you and friends going on a vacation home, I think that that's totally normal, right? I think so. In fact, it's a, not a bad idea. Maybe you should. You want to go in on it? I mean, that would cut the cost down a little bit for us. Yeah, but now you have to share it more with more people. And yeah, that's true. I don't actually want to sleep in a bed that you slept in. Uh, so, oh, okay, that's rude. Thanks. 
um, it's not that kind of podcast. Um, so the, yeah, so French Quarter, though, is off, obviously where most people end up, right? T- filled with yeah. tons and tons of history, incredible architecture. That's where you're going to see the, you know, the more southern city type architecture with the wrought iron, wrought iron, not rod, wrought iron <laughs> uh, balconies and, and railings and such, right? And so, um, and then it's where Bourbon Street is, which you yeah. don't have to be in on Bourbon Street. For it to be no. for it to be Mardi Gras and for you to see and hear and experience chaos, right? Every night yeah. of the year, that street is uh, an interesting place, right? Uh, that is a good way to describe it. Um, some friends of ours. This is actually really funny. So the night of the wedding last year, we went to Bourbon Street at the end of the night like bride and groom and everybody we unloaded from the buses from the venue went to bourbon street i was kind of ready to go home because again i wasn't really drinking and so we left wait 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 before you go on i have one question were you drinking (laughs) i was but not like i'm kidding i had a couple of drinks everyone else again shit-faced so yeah because they deal with you sober So they were shot, 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 shot. Also, it was an open bar at the wedding. So of course they rolled. Like the one rule of an open bar at a wedding is that you have to get drunk. Is that not how that works? Yes. Yes. (laughs) So before we move on, of course, weddings and funerals, everybody brings their emotional baggage too, right? So that is also right. Like people are there with all of their shit and they're just, now I'm going to drink away my sorrows, my sadness. But while, yeah. while celebrating this wonderful couple. Yeah. Right. That's exactly. And it's in New Orleans. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like there's an expectation I think with so. it. I think yeah. so. So uh, we go to Bourbon Street. I decide I'm ready to go. Brian's ready to go. And one of our friends is like, I think I'm ready to go too. So we're like, okay, we'll all go back. But her husband stayed with some other friends for the rest of the night. Well, because she was staying close to our hotel. We find out the next morning, mind you, her wife, her, her wife, her husband is very like reserved. He doesn't like, he's a fun guy, but he's, he's very to himself. Um, they had pictures of him being whipped by Catwoman in the streets in, in, on Bourbon street. Uh, and it was so funny because he, I think he had a recollection of it happening but it just like the way it all unfolded, it's like still a running joke in our group. Like, hey, what about that time with Catwoman? And he's like, oh my gosh. But it's so like, you never know what's going to happen. Yep. That's the thing about the French Quarter in general, not just Bourbon Street, but like the French Quarter. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. I think that's the lore of of going there, right? It's a little bit, yeah. a little bit New York City, a little bit Vegas, but with the, all the yeah. Southern charm that is... Um, that new orleans has to offer right i mean oh yeah um you know so what so all right it's you mentioned it already you said food well first of all the alcohol the hurricanes is what it's known for right those yep big fruity sugary awesome Mm -hmm. drinks you can get them anywhere (laughs) um but food let's talk food what was your you know what do you what do you like there Oh my gosh. So the thing about New Orleans is that's where the muffaletta sandwich originated. If you've never had it, 
I honestly don't know what all's on it. It's a bunch of different kinds of deli meat. A like tepanade spread, I think. I, it's really good. I know Brian is allergic to tree nuts, so he can't eat it because there's tree nuts in one of the meats. Mm. Really random. Um, but there is a grocery store. It's called Central Grocery and Deli, and it is along the water in uh, the French Quarter. And it is, they have a huge, I'm talking like as big as my face, sandwich. Um, they actually had hurricane damage a couple of years ago. So when we went to go buy it, we had to go to the liquor store next door. And I was like, I just want to get a mouflette sandwich. And he was like, do you want a half or a whole? I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And it was like a $40 sandwich because I said whole. Right. And it's like the size of a pizza, but also like multiple inches thick. Um, so we had leftovers. Okay. Well, for 40 um, bucks then, I guess that's not. Yeah. It was so good though. Right. Yeah. So the, what's your favorite thing? Ooh, I need, you know what? Uh, up, it's where the po boy, poor boy uh, mm -hmm. sandwich came. Right. And that yep. story around so far, folks who are interested in history, the story there is that they had to pay, they had to feed their workers. Right. And so then they like threw slop on a roll, but really it's, it's very good, but I love the Cajun Creole flair on their food. However, um, the older I get, the more antacids I need at, while while there. Uh, yeah. I will tell you what I was incredibly disappointed by, and that was um, Cafe Dumont. Yeah, I was, not bad. I was so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, these beignets, these these incredible beignets, and this. Cafe or latte or however you say it. <laughs> I'm like, this is gonna be incredible. I stood for 20 minutes in a line to sit waiting to get a table. A table that is a, maybe not a table because it doesn't fit anything. To sit yeah. in a very flimsy, like dollar store plastic chair for them to just bring like over these. I mean, it and the I make better coffee at home and we don't make fancy coffee. I was, I was just, I was. I think my expectations were too high for it. And I was hoping- It's the hype. Yeah, I was really hoping for yeah. an awesome like, experience. And I was disappointed. And now in the um, New Orleans airport, there's a Cafe Dumont. So you yeah. have to go to the original place. The space that was beautiful, it's outside. You can see the, the churches off in the distance. Like, you know, so there's- Yeah. It's a nice location, but- Everybody's like, you have to go to Cafe Du Monde and the line will show you that. But it's, I think it's a tourist trap, if you ask me. My problem with Cafe Du Monde is that I, I'm like a, I'm a sensory person, which I think you already know. Um, and I don't like that I end up with a table and all of my things covered in powdered sugar. I'm eating them. Now my hands are covered in powdered sugar and they're all sticky and there's nowhere to go to wash my hands like there you have to like go down the building and around the corner to some like sketchy public bathroom and that's what I don't like I would agree with that and I don't yeah. I want to be covered in powdered sugar in my in my the privacy of my own home I want right I don't need judgment while I am licking my fingers of the powdered yeah. sugar so yeah no I agree I agree with that it's um you know, it's, I guess 
people, you should go and experience it yourself and give us feedback, yeah. really, right? I mean, right. let us know what you what your experience was. But I think yeah. overhyped, I would say. It wasn't a terrible experience, but I think my expectations were not met, is I guess is how I'll how I'll leave that. Any other spots you hit that you that you really like going to? So I'm not a drinker, but I do love a tiki bar. There's just something about tiki bars. And uh Beach Bombberry's Latitude 29 is actually one of the like top rated tiki bars in the country um it's actually a spot that we go to every time we go to town um you do usually have to make a reservation they are actually the originators of uh sip and santa if you've ever seen those pop-ups around your town it's a like christmas tiki bar pop-up um so they originated that their drinks are delicious. Their menu is extensive. The food is really good. Um, and it's in a like prime spot in the French Quarter, which is really great. Um, so that's a place I love to go to. And then I also love, I'm a coffee girl. I drink coffee every day. And I love going to French Truck Coffee, which is a chain that's around New Orleans. Like there's multiple locations, but there is one um, pretty centrally located in the French Quarter. Um, and I go there pretty much every morning for coffee, regardless of where I'm staying. Cause I'm usually walking distance from one. Actually, and you hit a good point there. Walking distance is awesome, right? I mean, everything is very walkable, even to get from, even if your hotel that you're staying at is in the, you know, the more business district and then trying to get over to the, uh, anywhere in the French quarter or one of my favorite locations, the casino, um, <laughs> you know, so there's lots of, lots of easy access to be walking or just grabbing a real cheap, quick Uber or Lyft ride. Or the streetcar. The streetcar is an option. Yeah. And they're really cool streetcars because they are like vintage wooden. Yep. Oh, they're really cool. So I've stayed at the Sheraton. I think it was a Sheraton on Bourbon Street. That was for the bachelor party. That was. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you want to hear a crazy story? Of course, always. That's Chris. That's why we're doing the podcast. I don't. Know oh, I think that. All right, all right. So let's just go. Right. So, <laughs> all right. So I have two really good stories. Not no. One is terrible. One is actually terrible, and I probably shouldn't even. Change. I mean, are these going to be better or worse than my Catwoman story? Because I think that was a pretty good one. So I think there was like six of us. We had two rooms. But our balcony was out. It's just shared large balcony out over Bourbon Street, which was tons of fun, right? Just people watching all day long. And because for the most part, especially like toward in the late afternoon, they sort of shut Bourbon Street. There's no cars can go down it, right? So right. we're out walking around. Uh, and then turns out there was a um, a couple. So I think, I think there was six rooms that shared our balcony. So we had two rooms okay. and there was another room and there was a couple there. They were, you know, I don't know, what were we at the time? Maybe 27, 28. And they were, they were probably like 40. Okay. So they were this couple we introduced. They worked, one of them worked at Penn State. Most of us had gone to Penn State. We were chatting. This was early. What are the odds? Early afternoon. Oh. So like later, we're all out looking. And now there's a third person who's like intimately massaging the, the wife they were husband and wife so now there's okay. a, there's another man who's massaging the wife like out like you know rubbing her back and um it's her brother obviously 
obviously. Well, it wasn't, right? So <laughs> they had left um, their windows open. And again, it's a shared balcony. So people were like walking oh, around. Wow. Yeah, they're not, we didn't see anything, but there were a lot of sex toys in there. Um, so there was, I guess, an invitation for like this threesome action happening. You know what, though? I mean, it, I mean, I'm, I'm drawing conclusions. I mean, I'm Jeff. You I'm, are I'm jumping to conclusions, but um, you know, I think they were having fun. I don't know what to tell you, but they were. But they didn't bring their fun out onto your shared balcony at all. It, it, well, I don't know. I go to bed and I never wake up. I mean, was, <laughs> I mean, maybe they did. Who knows? I think she got herself some beads, whether they were plastic ones all natural one she was wearing a necklace that night for sure good for her you know what you know if what? there's any place to let your free flag fly it was uh, it's new orleans. it is new orleans uh specifically bourbon street yeah so anyway that was my one one of several crazy um <laughs> wild it was a little wild and i think at like 27 i was like what the hell is going on in my you know like these people exist they sure do. Yeah. They sure and do. then you went on a virgin cruise and oh, you were yeah. like, oh, there's lots of them. Yeah. They're here. Everybody's living their life. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Perfect. You and I have had very different uh, experiences. Like I've stayed at only really bougie hotels in New Orleans where you stayed say, like yeah, on th bourbon. This one was nice, but it was not like you stayed at the Ritz and the JW, right? So talk, yeah. talk about them. Yeah. Um, so the Ritz, we actually went not Thanksgiving of last year, but the year before, um, we decided to drive to new Orleans, spend Thanksgiving there. Horrible idea. Don't do that. That's when the Bayou bowl is traffic was awful for us. Um, that being said, we stayed at the Ritz. It is a stunning hotel. So it is located on Canal Street. So Canal Street is the the sort of divide between the French Quarter and the rest of New Orleans. And that's where the streetcar runs. So it was on Canal Street. Um, but we uh, we were facing from our room, the French Quarter, like we could see the water. It was really nice. Um, we hit it off with the woman who was checking us in. She was really, really nice. She ended up like sending a bottle of wine to our room and some chocolates and Brian couldn't eat any of them because pralines are the name of the game in New Orleans and they have pecans in them and he cannot eat those so I had to eat a bunch of candies all by myself it was a really bad time terrible um and they go all out decorating for Christmas it is stunning um they actually built a gingerbread streetcar in their lobby and have fresh gingerbread pieces just like in a bowl that you can grab throughout the day they also sell beignets and coffee in the morning and at a little like cart in their lobby um and they have an amazing jazz bar right off the lobby too like it's just it's a really really cool new orleans experience Granted, like you're paying a pretty penny for that experience, right? Like it is the Ritz Carlton after all. Um, but we were treated so well. We had such a good experience. We did have one issue uh, during our stay, and that was some people tried to enter our room at like 11 o'clock at night with security claiming it was their room. Um, we had the lock on the door. When I called security, they were like, yeah, it was us. And, and I was like, what? 
that's a weird response to have. Um, but they ended up giving me 50,000 Marriott points <laughs> as a, we're so sorry. So I'd stay there again. Um, it was, I really liked it. I think, yeah, it's unfortunate that we had that one like negative experience, but at the same time, like if someone claims that it's their room, the key worked for them to open the door like they were confused because they couldn't get in because we had locked the door so someone at the front desk had like programmed the wrong keys or something like things like that happen thankfully we had the lock on we weren't like naked you know like you weren't like that. Was, you weren't that couple that i was staying right right yeah, yeah. be real awkward so um that was our thanksgiving trip when you brought when you brian and the rando were doing the eiffel tower (laughs) right right thankfully they didn't walk in on that thank god yeah um we've also stayed at the jw and the w in new orleans the jw was very like modern high-rise basically across the street from the Ritz, like on the other side of Canal Street. So the Ritz is in the French Quarter. The JW is not in the French Quarter. Um, We liked it, but also it was very loud all through the night. Even though we were up on like the, I don't know, 14th or 15th floor, it was like Canal Street is a loud street. Um, Not as loud as Bourbon Street, but like there's a lot of um, grab your attention types of businesses that are like blasting music until three or four in the morning. So that was unfortunate, but it was nice. Um, but the W, I would not recommend. Um, it was a very old building in like properly in the French Quarter. Definitely like it used to be someone's house that they've turned into hotel. Um, there was one single window in the entire room and it was down a little hallway. So it was a very stuffy room. I remember you sending me a video. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I sent you like a video being like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is our room. What's happening? Also, everything was like orange, like a burnt orange color. Mm. It was just unfortunate. That's never really, doesn't usually work that color. (laughs) No, no, not really a good color usually. Yes. So yeah, W, I would not do again. JW and Ritz, both great options. And I think you make, I mean, the interesting thing, and as I've traveled, right, some, and again, growing up right outside of Philly, always, you know, when you're in Center City, it's moving and grooving. And, you know, recently when I was in Anchorage, which I know Anchorage, but, you know, is a major city. The polar opposite of moving and grooving, I feel like. It is. And I was like, where's, oh, I forgot deodorant. Where's like, you know, where can I get it? And they're like, oh, Walmart. four miles away. The closest CVS is four miles away. I'm like, excuse me. Right. So I did feel that way with the the business district of um, outside of the hotels. There's not like not all the, it's not the kind of downtown business district that's always open where the restaurants are always open. And right. Yeah. So it's definitely catering more towards the work schedule the workday schedule um yeah but again easy enough because you know 10 minute walk and you're in the french quarter if that so right um but yeah i mean we talked about beignets what else mm-hmm. where what what other kind of i mean gumbo jambalaya uh, no. grits and you these are-, are all things that brian and i have eaten um we actually took a cooking class at the new orleans school of cooking when we went over Thanksgiving, we made 
shrimp and grits, gumbo, um, bananas, fosters, crepes. And I feel like there was one other thing that we made, but I can't remember what it was. And it's at this point, it's been like over two years. So my memory is not what it was. My memory's never been good. Um, that being said, it was really cool because it was like a hands on. There were, I want to say like eight of us in the class with one instructor. We each had our own um, like cooktop area to work and we would like cook something and then we'd go sit down and eat it. And then we'd cook the next thing and then we'd go sit down and eat it. I did not enjoy having to behead my own shrimp. That was, that's a thing that is like uniquely American. Like we are the only country that doesn't take the heads off of our shrimp or we're the only country that does take the heads off of our shrimp, like prior to us yeah, I don't, consuming them I, or like purchasing them. I don't want to see a face of the animal. It's, they're just, yeah. So you, we had to do, I made Brian do all of that, um, but I love shrimp and grits and making my own was really fun. I'm thinking of, I can't think of the word, but what is the thing that's like a shrimp that you'll find like in Savannah? Crawfish. Crawfish, yes, crawfish, yeah. Mm -hmm. Those you like suck the juice out of the head of them is what I've been told. I don't, I can't. You can't, can't say that. you can't say that sentence to me and not get it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, just so we're clear on that. All right. Um, anyway. Chris is really excited right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm speechless. Some crawfish. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> so the, but so much history too, right? Like kind of in, oh. intertwined into some of that, that food as well. And we, we mentioned Creole. So in case people don't know the the formal definition of Creole is in a, somebody of European descent, that's a person of mixed European descent and black descent, often the Caribbean descent, right? So, which we know the Caribbean influence has a lot to do with, you know, European countries, right? So that's why we're getting that French Creole type feel um, in the, in a lot of the food and the experiences in New Orleans. But I loved, um, I think it's called Lafitte. It's a, the oldest pub. It's all the way toward, all the way at the end of Bourbon Street, away mm -hmm. from the, and it's one of the oldest, uh, it was originally a blacksmith, um, a blacksmith pub. And now, Mythery? Oh, okay. I yeah. Thought you were like a, it was like where blacksmiths worked. No, I think it's where, it was a very cool location, like not even full doors like so the walls are sort of open and it's very it, it, it's known to be one of the oldest if not the oldest pubs in the united states oh cool. uh, is it haunted it might be because you did you go oh. on a haunted tour i mean it's very i, I did it was, we went to a bar that's supposed to be haunted when you walk around on my last trip there when you we walked we were walking back from dinner in the french quarter and there, you know, the for sale signs actually say whether that the location yeah. that location is haunted or not. Yeah. What the actual fuck? Yeah. Um, It'll be like pool, and then another one that's like probably haunted. Yeah, I'm like, uh, is that like of that's, that's a selling point for people? Yeah. Like, there's hotels that people intentionally go stay at because well, they're haunted. Okay. I mean, I'm cool. That's awesome for those people. They're not probably, yeah, they're not, those people aren't my people. <laughs> no. Brian is like, so Brian doesn't believe in ghosts. I believe in ghosts. Brian would love to see, he's like, I would love to be proven wrong about ghosts. Um, And so we went on this tour and they're like talking. So the tour I did specifically was 
like places where weird things have happened like very specific weird things have happened did so you, like did you spotlight your no no <laughs> man oh boy okay chris says the wildest things doesn't he if you don't know chris personally this is who he is <laughs> just a heads up Ugh. um so one like one of the places is a hotel that used to be like a school for boys. I say a school, but it was like a home for boys. Um, and they were talking about how these boys still like run the halls and they've learned to use new technology and they will like send text messages and stuff on your phone. The fuck out of here. No. Yeah. No. I... Because So like they were talking. It's so fascinating because they're talking about places where like people actually have instances of things happening. Mm-mm. And that one, like we're standing outside this hotel and I'm like, just thinking to myself, people willingly stay here. Like they willingly go, oh yeah, I'd love for a little ghost boy to fuck with my phone. Like, no, I don't want that at all. No, no, because what if that ghost boy doesn't fucking stop fucking with your phone? I'd shit, exactly. Shit my pants daily. Well, and I think there's lots of that, right? You can go, you can go a little bit out of the city and do some of those airboat tours, right? The, with, yeah, the swamp tours. Yeah. Um, but the yeah. other, the one thing that we did, we went on a tour because you know we know that New Orleans is under below sea level, right? So mm-hmm. all of their um, burial their cemeteries, cemeteries are above yeah. ground right because they yep. obviously dig into and go below ground so that's mm-hmm. a very interesting unique aspect of of new orleans but we did like a walking tour and learned all about marie laveau which was really interesting she's the mother of of voodoo right um yeah. and her story is really she was just you know the hired help who would listen to other women talk and then t- pretend like she was um you know clairvoyant and could prove like show the future and and knew all this information so really cool story about marie laveau but and then when you go to her grave there's lots and lots of um people do a lot of different uh homages to her like so her grave is covered in all different kinds of um things from beads to pictures to candles and and so so lots to do lots to see lots as we've heard lots of experience <laughs> and uh lots and lots. you know i don't like i think you said it earlier right to wrap to wrap up like you it's never the same right it's never there's the also like something for everyone in new orleans like when you think of new orleans you think of drinking probably on like bourbon street and like eating good food but really like at the end of the day there's something that everyone is going to enjoy there there's so much history again like yeah there is delicious food there's so much culture like tons it's such a fun place and and with that french creole influence like that is that culture aspect right that's not something you get in many other places of the united states so a really cool flair to to what you experience uh, yeah. And I think the way we didn't even mention, though, that there are cruise lines that have there is a cruise port there. Yeah. Right? So you can, it, you know, go on a cruise and extend your cruise for your post cruise and, and experience all the great things that New Orleans has to offer, which not every cruise line goes out of there and not every cruise line goes out of there. And most cruise lines don't go out of there all year long. Uh, yeah. You know, you won't ever really catch me on a, I believe it's Carnival who has one that goes every, all the time. And I, I would rather not. Carnival's not for us. That's why. Yeah. 
that's a great that's a great way it's just not for us it's yeah it's not for us not for us but you know what i heard so i was on a cruise years ago talking to someone who worked on the ship and they were saying that um with new orleans because of having to get in and out they're only ships of a certain size can fit so you won't see these huge new ships coming to new orleans it's going to be smaller typically older uh cruise ships that are coming in and out of there which for some people like i i love a smaller cruise ship um i love having that like more intimate feeling versus these like what's the new the icon of the seas right is that the Uh, new one yep that place looks exhausting see it's new york city on a ship it is it looks incredible uh yeah yeah no i think though you know the answer for me is always yes if it's do you want to go to new orleans yes yes i go um there have been some people talking about it's gotten dirty and it's a little downturn and i would say that pre-covid versus post-covid i don't fully disagree with that but i think everyone should go that's our country in general, any major city you go to, I feel like that's yeah. what's happened. Yeah. yeah. I think, though, you should go and experience it for yourself. And uh, yeah. definitely, we'd love to hear, you know, your favorite story, um, you know, whether it's including sex toys or overdoses or ghost schoolboys running. Uh, <laughs> maybe you have a more unique story. We'd love to hear it, though. Yes. We would. Please share. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Please share your stories with us. Yeah. Always. I mean, the fun part about this podcast is we're getting to tell our stories to each other, which is great. And it's usually things that we haven't told each other. Um, But also we want to hear what you guys have to say. We want to hear about the places you've been and the experiences that you've had, because I really think that sharing this experience helps bring us all together. Oh, that was so sweet, which you're not, Wasn't not it? so yeah, <laughs> see a little touch of the heart there, get yeah. that little warmth from Kayla, um, normally a cold hearted bitch, but yeah, normally not a warm and fuzzy sort of gal. No, you're welcome. No. I would give you a hug right now if I was with you. Please don't. And then you would hate it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, you get to New Orleans, try it out for yourself and let us know what you think. Yeah. Yeah. And as always, please, you know, subscribe, give us a follow on social media. We love to hear the things that you have to say. Uh, And as always, let's just go. Let's do it. Thanks, everyone.